I have preached now for months that the most important event that happened in my 77 years of life was the coronavirus. I am now prepared to make that number two. The most important event that will happen in my lifetime will be the removal of Vladimir Putin from power in Russia. He has to and will be eliminated, and the plans, I believe, are underway to eliminate him now, before the end of this year. You see, it has to happen, because if it doesn't happen, everything that is in place to make our world a better place falls apart. Vladimir has to be eliminated. And if you look around, you can see the steps are being taken. It reads some of the, the messages from uh, Janet Yellen in talking about the world power transformation that is about to happen. In all fairness, Vladimir had no choice. He had to invade Ukraine if he had any hope for Russia to remain the power or even remain the country that it had been in the past. He has been backed into a corner. Vladimir had nowhere else to go. He had to invade Ukraine. He has to then invade Poland, the Baltic countries of Finland and Sweden and several others in order to keep his country alive. If he doesn't, it will die. And in this video, I'll explain to you in detail how he got himself, no, how we put him in that position as a result of the evolution of our economies and the world economies and how he had no choice. Then we'll explore what happens next. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Why did Vladimir have to invade Ukraine for the survival of Russia? First of all, you need to understand demographics. The economies of the world are driven by demographics. If you, your demographics get out of line, you have limited chances to succeed as a nation, as a civilization. And Russia's demographics got out of line. Let's first understand demographics. This is a demographics pyramid. As you can see, it's divided in two parts, male and female. I think it's pretty obvious why you have to have at least one of each for your country, for your society, for your civilization to have any chance of survival. Then you need to understand from year 0 to 20, whomever, that, the, that population is a total financial drag on the civilization, on the economy, because those people, 0 to 20, have to be fed, sheltered, and educated. Once they get educated and move out of their parents' home, they move into the next 20-year cycle. And in that cycle, they become consumers. They become uh, taxpayers, and they also become workers and producers of babies. 
These are three very important functions, and it is important that they have a sustainable number to achieve their goal, to reproduce themselves so that the pyramid continues to grow. From the next 20 years, from that would be 40 to 60, they become the biggest taxpayers to support the governmental economy. They reach their peak earning years. They don't have children. They spend more money discretionarily, and they pay more taxes. That helps the society to continue to grow. Then you have from 60 on. This is when they become another drag on the economy. Death becomes very important. As you can see, as we move up the pyramid, the number of players in each section decrease because the, the people or the citizens at the top have to be supported mostly by those from 20 to 60 years old. If your top bracket gets out of line and health care becomes an overwhelming expense and the lower brackets lose population, your country starts to demise. Now, let's look at Russia's uh, pyramid. As you can see, they have some substantial problems. They have an aging population and a decreasing lower population. So, in other words, they don't have the young people to support their aging population. How do you get young people who can then add to your tax base so that you can support the upper side and keep your, your uh, economy running. You have to invade Ukraine. You have to invade the Baltics. You have to invade Poland. You have to go and acquire people to keep your economy growing. Okay, if you understand that, let me add another element to Vladimir's problem. And that is, what is Vladimir's number one selling product coming out of his country? It's oil. What is his number two selling product coming out of Russia? It's gas. What has the rest of the world declared they are going to eliminate from the world's economies between now and 2030? be now between by by 2050 oil and gas if you do that to vladimir his country decays from the inside out he has no other choice first of all he needs population to fill out his uh population pyramid and secondly he has to force europe to continue to rely on gas and oil and give up on electric vehicles and give up on alternative energy. How do you think he is going to get that done? He has to rule them. How is he going to get that done? He is the second largest nuclear power in the world. He was backed into a corner. 
He has no choice. If he is going to keep his country alive, he had to act now. He's a dog in a corner, and he has to be dealt with. So how is he going to be dealt with? I would say he has to be dealt with the same way that Sodom bin Laden was dealt with. That is to say that he has to be taken out. This is not something that can happen in three weeks. It took us years to design the plan to take out Sodom bin Laden. It might be a little easier to find Vladimir, but it, you must understand when you take him out, you have to take out any potential replacements as well. Anybody else who will step in and push that button to start nuclear war. So how does that have to happen? You have to get an alliance of everybody in Europe to say, we are with you and we will help you and we will make this happen. Because if it doesn't happen, our movement towards electric vehicles, towards solar power, our, our movement towards saving our planet from global warming will come to an end because Vladimir needs their population and he needs them to continue to use gas and oil at a rate that they're currently using, if not greater, for his society to survive. So what I am saying is I want you to benefit from my 77 years of watching what goes on around the world. There is an alliance forming right now, getting commitments from countries, from corporations. This doesn't only involve the United States and Germany and Italy and Great Britain, it involves every major corporation in the world. Their future is dependent upon what happens in the next six weeks between Russia and Ukraine. What I am saying is the world is going to change dramatically. We need to recognize that we can't put people in this position. We need to absorb Russia into the, I guess, European nations and support them. Give them an opportunity to grow that is not adversarial to the rest of the world. So now the question you're asking yourself and I'm asking myself is where does China fit into this equation. Let me first of all say, I don't know. But what I do know is it doesn't matter. What has to be done has to be done. And it needs to be done as swiftly as we can. Now, you may say, Carrie, you are a dreamer. You're an old man that is coming up with th theories that ha hold no water. I would ask you, Look at the newsreels of the last four weeks. Have you seen the line of politicians who have made their way to Ukraine to shake the hand of the president of Ukraine and get a picture taken with him? They all know that he is Time's Man of the Year. You've seen 
Jill Biden. You've seen the, the head of the Democratic and as well the Republican parties show up. You've seen the leaders of every nation. They know this is going to happen. They know that, that the president of Ukraine is going to be the man of the year on Time magazine, and they need to tie their political careers to him because he is the flag bearer of the new world order. What I don't know and what I find interesting to think about, are we going to have a new ballot? We vote for city officials. We vote for county officials. We vote for state officials. We vote for U.S. officials. Is there going to be a new set of ballots for the international leaders of our world? Are we as a civilization going to control our destiny? Are we going to unite so that as we plan our future development, we no longer have to also create a defense program to defend ourselves from our adversaries. Is this the beginning of the new world order? Do we have Vladimir Putin to thank for the new world order where we all can live in harmony? where companies don't have to steal each other's data, don't have to steal each other's artificial intelligence. Is this the start of the new world? Do we have Vladimir Putin to thank for it? I don't know. What I do know is I want to talk about it. So I'm going to invite you to come to our next Friday meeting on Zoom where we talk about things like this. It's part of my tribe, a group of people that get together and explore new possibilities, share our observations. What is going to happen next? And what do I have to do? And who should I invest in to put myself in a personal financial position to benefit from what happens next. Yes, I believe the most important event in my 77 and three-quarter years of life will happen before the end of 2022. I'd like to know what you think.